As I kneel in the darkness In the middle of the night Praying for assurance Everything's gonna be alright Lord, I see another battle Out in front of me Afraid I won't be able And I'll go down in the field He said, do you remember Where I brought you from? Take a look behind you See how far you've come Every time you've asked me Didn't I deliver you? So why would you be thinking Walked right there beside you so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven to die for your sin? I searched until I found you and I'd do it all again.
Scott, would you get me something to drink, brother, please? God is good. Mike, I don't want to yell, brother, so you got to turn up my monitors and turn up these mains in this house this morning. I'm really happy to be here today. How many is really happy to be here today? You hear me talk a lot about my past, and I, I want to talk to you today about your past. Not my past, but your past. And I want you to know today that God is preparing you for a promotion away from your past. A, a place where you know it's Him that took you there. How many is ready for a promotion? Give God a praise in the house of God this morning. Amen. God sees your very best. He sees you trying. There's nothing quite like that feeling when your boss or maybe your coach or someone who's important in your life says, I believe in you. You're doing a fantastic job. Well, I'm here to tell you today that God believes in you and you're doing a fantastic job by getting yourself right with him and coming to church and bringing your kids. Hey, if somebody's talking to you, say, hey, I got to hear this this morning. Hear me this morning. God says you're doing your very best. I'm proud of you. I see your potential. The great news I have for you today is that God sees the very best in you. And he wants to promote you. He desires to take you to a new level of joy, productivity, and fulfillment. And I'm here today as Pastor Mark Grimes to prepare you for that promotion. And to give you some insight to how you get that promotion. Brother Mark, tell me. Somebody say, Brother Mark, tell me. If you want to know, I'll tell you. If you don't want to know, what are y'all doing here? Y'all got to wake up this morning. Come on, somebody. I'm here to help you. I want to prepare you for that promotion that God has for you. I want you to be successful in your workplace. I want your marriage to be successful. I want your life to be drug-free and alcohol-free. Come on, somebody. I want your kids to grow up and grow old and be happy. I want your life to be the best life right now, the blessed life right now. And if you've come from some hard times, if the journey you're on now is better than the journey you started with, you ought to be giving God some praise up in this church. If your marriage is better now than it's ever been, somebody ought to praise God in this church. I want you to experience victory in every area of your life. And here's the key for promotion. It's called joy. If you have joy in your heart, if you have joy in your heart, God will rise you above any negativity, any hate, any desire for the enemy to try to destroy you. It starts with finding joy in your heart. Having a relationship with God brings joy. Who believes that tonight? How many have joy in their heart today because of the Lord? I got so much joy in my heart, it's uncontainable sometimes. Do you know when people are having a bad day, Donnie, they call my phone because my voicemail just lifts them up. They say, what would you answer for? I just wanted to listen to your voicemail. I said, well, goodness sake. Joy brings about promotion, laughter, having fun, smiling, Carl Starr. Smile. I'll put you up here beside me, cowboy. Me and Carl was talking the other day. We took his motorcycle to the shop. How, how him, myself, so many others, we never smile. We had no reason to smile. But me and Carl thought, we mean mug you. <laughs> Get all mad for no reason. There's still some of y'all doing that today. Stop. God wants to promote you. 
God wants to bring about joy in your heart, promote you. God will take care of everything in your life. When you find joy, anything can happen to you. Anything can be said about you. Storms of life can crash in on you. But God says, I am here. I will deliver you. I will set you free. You can have peace which surpasses all understanding. So I want to take you on a Bible road trip real quick. Keep up with me. James 1, 2. Got my Bible? James 1, 2 says this. Count it all joys, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various times. Philippians 4, 4. Find that, will you? Bible says rejoice in the Lord. Again, I will say rejoice. Touch three people and say rejoice. Romans 15, 13. Keep up with me now. Keep up with me. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that by power of the Holy Spirit, you may have hope all around you. Come on, somebody. You may have hope all around you. Keep up with me now. Galatians 5, 22 says this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness. Oh, that's good preaching this morning. Y'all find all that? God is good. Amen. Well, if you want this, guys, I will make a copy for you. But I'm still not done. 1 Peter 1, 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that he is expressible and filled of glory and grace. Romans 14, 17, turn there with me. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy through the Holy Spirit. Now, I was just messing with you about that, but that has a lot to say in the Bible about joy. That's just a glimpse of it. Not only does God have something to say about joy, he has something to do with joy. I've never had more peace in my life than I have right now because of him. My marriage has never been stronger than it is right now because of him. Come on, somebody, hear me today. So here's where we are this morning in the Bible. Psalms 30. That's where you'll keep up with me. Everybody got my Bible? Got my Bible? Psalms 30. I want to read that to you. That was fun messing with y'all. Everybody's there. Say, got my Bible. I'm there. Read this with me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried out to you for help, and you restored my heart. You have restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, oh, Lord. You kept me from falling into the pits of death. Sing to the Lord, all the godly ones. Praise his holy name. His anger lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Weeping may go on all night, but joy cometh in the morning. Come on, somebody. Weeping may endure for a moment, but joy cometh in the morning. How many know that just serving God just can make you so much happier? Having God in your home can make you so much happier. Man, taking God with you everywhere you go. He's my American Express card. If I want to get somewhere fast, I take God with me. 
Miss Benny, Miss Beverly got me a bumper sticker that says, Don't drive faster than your angel can fly. Look, I got American Express. God's with me everywhere I go. I want to talk to you today about the journey it took. It took all the stuff that I've been through in my past to help me find peace today, to help me find joy today. Like that song says, God found me and changed my whole life. It took all the stuff that you've been through in your life, in your journey, to open up your eyes to where you are today. To have true joy, you have to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ. Right, Brother Bobby? Bobby, you hear me, huh? Bobby, stand up. Where's your glasses, man, huh? This cat here, man, he's just so full of God's joy and peace and just happy about life. You can step back down, brother. Amen. Y'all might not like to see Bobby because he'll drive you insane in your membrane. Right, Heather? Somebody say amen. Heather was like, amen. No, I'm just kidding. But I know the joy that Bobby has is the same joy that I have. It's having a relationship with God. No matter what's coming against me, God is in control of my life. No matter what the doctor's report says, God is in control of my life. No matter what the economy says, God is in control of my life. No matter what the school board says, God is in control of my life. That is joy, brothers and sisters, and that's knowing Christ in a personal way, having a personal relationship with him. And, and I know it's true for Bobby is true for so many of you and I thank God that I'm not who I used to be and I thank God I am where I am today because of him and that I have joy in my heart and who has joy today let it ring out somebody say amen you have to make your mind up that you won't let the devil steal your joy come on all you long faced people smile you have to make your mind up that the devil won't steal your joy. You say, Brother Mark, we got in a fight on the way to church. Well, you made it. Praise God. Give God a round of applause because you made it. Don't let the devil have the rest of your day. She might have snored all night and kept you awake, but hey, you're awake now. Don't worry about it. You're going to be all right. God is good. God is good. You know, the devil wants to try to steal your joy. Kids, pay attention. The devil will try to set up straight. Set up straight. If you don't hear it now, you may never hear it a little straighter. All right, good. The devil will do everything in his power to steal your joy, to rob you. God said to me one day, I'm going to put your life on display so that people will see that they can overcome. If they'll watch you and watch others around you, who go through trials and tribulations. If you can make it and tell them it was me who brought you through the rushing waters, through the fire. Meshach and Abednego and them was in the fire, but God was with them in the fire. Stop thinking that you're exempt. The devil will try to stop at nothing of stealing your joy. He's going to mess with you. He's going to mess with your family. He's going to mess with your marriage. He's going to do anything he can to steal your joy. How many people remember last week we had such a great fall festival? What a wonderful time we had. I, I just saw so many people just laughing and cutting up and having a good time. But I knew that the haters would come out. How many remember last Sunday's message? Have you forgotten? I preached about haters. 
Oh, the haters, man. I, man, we had a wonderful time. Kevin Rowe and them was just like, Pastor Mark, that was just a wonderful message. I've been dealing with some haters back home. I've been in my own church. I have haters. I said, brother, they're in every church. No matter what you do, they'll try to hate on you. But you just keep on keeping on because God will promote you. Say, God will promote you. God will promote you and take you to a new level. So I got up and I preached about haters. We had a good weekend. We had, Saturday, we had about 4,700 people here. Praise God. It was awesome. It was amazing. And then Sunday morning, God said, I want you to preach about haters. So I preached about haters, and that was it. I thought I was done. I, I was like, great, man, that was awesome. It was fun. It was fantastic. I took a deep breath that afternoon. I come back Sunday night, and I preached another great message. I'm going to pat myself on the back. They're just so good. Not without him, they ain't no good. I preach what he tells me to preach. So Sunday night we preached, everything was good. It was time to take a little breather because we'd just come off a big three-week rush, painting, cleaning, mopping, brushing, doing everything we could to get ready for our visitors. And people were sharing their experiences of what they had done at Caney Creek Cowboy Church Saturday. Facebook had just blown up all over the place. The people just bringing their families, having fun, serving God. It was amazing to see all the response of all the people that came. But what I said on Sunday, God said, now let's put your life, Mark Grimes, on display. Let's show them that you're really who you say you are. The haters started coming out Sunday night. They come out of the woodworks. God got on Facebook. Now I want to tell you this is the truth. I speak the truth. I will, not, I will not back down from a coward. I'm not afraid of a coward. I'm not afraid to stand up for my relationship with God. Come on, somebody. So I preached on haters. Jana, we had an amazing time Sunday. God gets on Facebook. Never been to this church, mind you. Not one time ever been to his church. This church right here, if you come through this door, you'll feel something. Oh, yeah. And you probably won't leave the same, I promise you. I'm going to tell, tell you that right now. You will not leave the same. This guy came to our church. He has never been here at all, but he sat on, he, never once has he ever stepped foot in our church. He got on Facebook on Sunday night and said, I go to a cowboy church in Grangerland, Texas. Now, there's only one of those. And he says, the preacher gets up there and preaches on adultery, but he don't live what he preaches. Should I stay in that church or should I go to another church? Man, we had a great time. Sunday, Saturday, we had a fantastic time. I preached about haters. And then my phone started blowing up Sunday night after church. Brother Mark, this guy's on Facebook. He's bashing you. And then, you know what? He put that little comment, and then here come 52 people. Oh, yeah, I hear nothing but bad stuff about that church. I hear all kinds of ugly stuff. I hear, you know what? 52 people can say something. We had 4,700 people here on Saturday that had something good to say about us. And, and people were calling me saying, Pastor, somebody's saying ugly stuff. And then here come my church family. They just jumped on him like a spider monkey, Jack. Don't you say nothing about my pastor. I'll punch you in your eyeball. Don't you mess with these cowboy folk. <laughs> Janet, it was wild. It was buck wild, girl. And so 
the people and, and and so people was was sticking up for me and taking up for me and and and, and, we, and I was like this is getting out of control this is crazy this man has never once set foot in our church so I put it out there on Facebook that we're gonna let the sheriffs handle this matter don't respond somebody from our church he said threaten them oh well And like a coward, he shut his Facebook down. He shut his blog down. He shut the whole thing, removed himself so nobody could see nothing. Just like a coward, he just took off like that. As fast as he'd come and stole my joy. When I got the word of it, man, I got mad, Jack. I didn't know who it was. I had a good mindset it was this other guy, but it wasn't this other guy. This was a guy that I'd never even met, but maybe seen him once or twice over here looking at a car I had for sale or something. But I, I put two and two together. See, I know his mom and daddy. I know his mom and daddy. Let me tell you the story so you don't lose yourself here today, that you understand. I, see, his mom and daddy approached me one day. They were living in this neighborhood. They didn't have much money. They didn't have much of anything. But they wanted to get their life right with God. So they asked me if I would marry them. I said, you bet I will. So one Sunday after church, me and my wife went over to their little bitty house over here in the neighborhood across the street from the church. They had moved everything out of the living room, and they had a, a little wedding there. It was a nice little ceremony, and, 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 and they didn't have nothing to give me. They didn't have nothing to offer. I just wanted to help them. They wanted to get married. They wanted to make things right with God in their life. They told me, so I stood in their living room, and I married them. And, man, I, I thought I was doing what God told me to do. I had a wonderful time. We'd left there. Never seen them again. Two months later, they show up out here at the church, the husband and the wife, and they say, Pastor Mark, we haven't ate in two or three days. Could you give us some money for some food? We're hungry. We haven't ate anything. I said, well, I can give you some money for some food, but I need some help around here. If you want to work, I'll work you. And I'll pay you. If you, if you want to work, I'll pay you. Because I believe a man shouldn't eat if he ain't working. That's biblical, too. I'll get on that one day. God don't like lazy. God does not like lazy. So I said, man, if you want to work, I'll work you. And the man said, you know what, Brother Mark? I'll work. So his wife left. And Jenna, he stayed and worked his butt off. He worked very hard that day. He worked very hard. I was proud of him. I was proud of him working. I said, man, this is awesome. At the end of the day, I gave him $50. I said, here, man, go feed your family. Buy you some groceries. I said, you know what? Come back tomorrow. You work very hard. Come back tomorrow. I'll use you again. I wanted to bless him because he was hard working, working for his stuff. The next day, he came back to work, and he brought his wife. I didn't think nothing about it. He'd work for a little while, then get up in my bleachers, and they'd smoochy, smoochy. And then he'd work for a little while, and he'd get up, and he'd lay all over her up in my bleachers, and they'd laugh and giggle, and he'd be up there in the bleachers more than he was working. Brother, I've been a cowboy a lot longer than I've been a preacher. <laughs> that don't fly around me. If you're going to work, you're going to work. <laughs> Mr. Johns, you hear me, don't you, brother? He owns his own business. He knows what I'm talking about. If you're going to work, you're going to work. So he was up there lovey-dovey on his wife, and it was just, they was up here, and me and Holly was in there working, and, and I said, this guy's out here, he's all laid up in her lap, but hey, I was like, man, you go home, you're going to do that, man. So 
I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Sometimes I wish I would, but I can't. So I went out there and I said, hey, brother, come here. Let me talk to you for a minute. I said, man, I don't mind you working, but if you're going to be here, you got to work. You can't come over here and just love on her and expect me to pay you for that. So, ma'am, you got to go home. Look, you got to go home. They didn't have a car, so she had to walk. I said, ma'am, you got to go home. If you want to stay at work, I'll pay you. Well, she didn't like that. A lot of times I say stuff to people and they don't like what I got to say. Even if I'm right. Come on, somebody. How many have stood up against things in your own life? How many have stood up to their children, friends, family, says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord? How many have stood up for stuff that you just thought was not right and you want to say something and then it's cost you friends, it's cost you peace, it's cost you joy? So anyway, I said, man, you stay and work if you want to, but if y'all going to do that, you got to go. So she got mad. She left. He stayed and worked. That day, I paid him 50 bucks. I never seen him again. Not one time. This was five years ago. About a week later, five years ago, about a week later, some of their family members are strong members in my church. They came to me and said, hey, this couple's going around the town telling people that you kicked them off the church because you were messing with your secretary. I said, do what? Boy, I wasn't as saved back then as I am today. Oh, I was so mad. I was so hurt. My feelings. How many do something and the devil just wants to rob your joy, steal your joy, steal your peace? Danny, I was fighting mad. Jack, I got a wife that I love and adore and I've been married to for over eight years. And I hold her as my queen and no other woman can ever have my eye because she's my wife. And then let alone, I got a beautiful secretary who has a beautiful husband and three little kids, two little kids, who is just an angel, and she's my closest, bestest friend. And this guy's trying to lie about my family, and he is trying to destroy something. So I drove over to their house, and they lie. Oh, we didn't say nothing. We didn't say nothing. Well, I knew that the source wouldn't lie to me. I never heard anything more about it. Never heard one word about it. We had this great fall festival. Five years later, here we are. God is doing amazing things at Caney Creek Cowboy Church. Come on, somebody. God is doing amazing things at Caney Creek Cowboy Church. Their son has never stepped foot in this church building. Not one time has he ever made his way to this place. Because if he did, he'd be changed. He wouldn't lie. He wouldn't sow cords of deceit. He would not try to destroy the Lord's work. So anyway, he puts on his little face. I go to a church. You liar. You've never been here. I go to a church. If the duck swims and it's brown, I call the duck a brown duck. So he goes and he lies and he says this. And by this point, I've lost all my joy, Brother Tommy. I'm so mad I can't see straight. How many do that sometimes? Devil says something. <laughs> Brother Vic waving his hand back there like he just don't care. Hey, Pastor Mike. If you come here, you get real-life preaching. Easy to understand, but hard to swallow. So I'm mad, Jack. I'm mad. Brother Scott calls me on the phone. Brother Mark, I can tell you where he lives. <laughs> We're thinking about doing a drive-by or something on that cat. No, I'm just kidding. If something happened to him, it wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. I forgave him already. <laughs> so anyway, I'm mad. I done forgot about the fall festival, Todd. I done forgot about the great weeks that we had a work day. I forgot all the baptisms that we had done that Sunday morning. I had done let the devil rob me of my joy. 
I'm so mad. I'm so hurt. I'm walking around in my front yard, and I'm thinking about things. I can't tell you what I was thinking about. You might not come back. And, and I'm talking with God. And I'm saying, God, why, why do I even try, God? Why do I even try? I try and I try. And then people talk about me. They lie about me. They slander me. Now they get on Facebook and they run me down. God, why do I even try? He said, Mark, he said, my son. He said, my son, I'm taking you to a place where you won't be able to hear the noise. He said, I'm promoting you to a place where you won't be able to hear the noise. And he started showing me some of these big time preachers that we have in our world today. How they're so big and they're so anointed. They don't have time to listen to junk that people say about them. Lies and untruths that people say about them. When the Lord said, my son, I'm taking you to a place where you won't hear the noise. I began to cry. I was walking in my front yard and I was crying. I said, God, forgive me for letting the devil steal my joy. I said, God, forgive me for letting the devil steal my joy. You have just been so real on this journey, God. You have just been so real in every area of my life from my finances to my wife, to my children, to my church, to my church family. God, you have just been so, so real. I'm sorry I let the devil steal my joy. I said, Lord, help me not to do that again. He said, son, I'm taking you to a place where you won't be able to hear the noise. We all got to get to that place when the world and the enemy and the devil and his demons come after you and try to destroy you. You're at that place with God that it will not steal your joy. You're at that place with God that it will not steal your joy. I have not arrived, Paul says in the Bible. I have not arrived, but I press on. I haven't arrived in every area of my life either. But I thank God for the intimate times where God says, I'm taking you. I'm taking you. God is saying to you today, I'm going to take you with this pastor. I'm going to take you with this church. I'm going to take you with this ministry above the lies, above the noise, above the hate, above the slander. As soon as you get your life right, as soon as you do something powerful, as soon as you give that first ounce of money to God's work, the enemy's going to send demons after you. And they, they're not going to stop till one or two things happen. You count it all joy or you give up and go back to who you used to be. Somebody hear me today. The devil will stop at two things. One, you count it all joy or two, you go back to being who you used to be. Well, God opened up my mind. God opened up my eyes on this journey that I'm on. He's been with me the whole time. On your journey, God has been with you the whole time. Not half the time, but the whole time. It's like that poem, Footprints in the Sand. I had a low point in my ministry Sunday night. I couldn't see God anywhere. All I could see was the devil attacking me. But it was there that God picked me up, said, I'll pick you up high. 
I'll pick you up. I'll take care of you again. Oh, he's so faithful. Oh, can I enlighten you for some of you new time, first time people? I've been accused of everything. I've been accused of being a drug dealer. Aaron Brotherhood. Somebody saw me coming out of a crack house one time. I've been a liar, a thief, a murderer, the devil. I've been accused of everything. And I'll probably continue to be accused by the devil just like he accuses you. He'll fool you into thinking that you haven't rised up to a new level. You have a bad thing come against you. You think, you're, you, you think that, that, that you're not alone. God is here to pick you up and carry you. Somebody hear me this morning. God is here to pick you up and carry you. I'll never forget the first time I was accused of coming out of a drug house. I always saw Brother Mark's truck over there at the dope house. He was walking out. He had a little baggie. Right out in the open. Ain't that how they do it? Crazy, lying folks. I've never seen so many in all my life. But I know it's not the folks. It's the devil. The Bible says that he comes to kill, steal, destroy, and lie. To get your joy. I told you all about joy this morning. All those scriptures to back up what God wants to take. Not only me, but you. I told you that story because I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to stand here and tell you when a lie is a lie and the truth is a truth. There was a time in my life where if you made an accusation about me, it was probably the truth. But now my testimony and the character of this church is high. And we will not let the enemy in anywhere. But I got something I want to tell you, and I'm done. I got something I want to tell you, and I'm done. I was walking around asking God why. Why me? I was having a pity party. Does anybody ever have a pity party? Okay, I'm not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. And the Lord said, I'm fixing to take you to another place. I'm fixing to elevate you and this church to a new height. The devil will not stop at nothing to rob you of your joy. You have to make your mind up not to let him. And I'm here to tell you today, I hang around with people that watch my back and got my best interest at heart and got the best interest of the Lord at heart. And I want to say thank you for all you that did put something out there to support me and love me. But I know it was God who defended me. And God will defend you. One of my sweet ladies in the church, I won't tell you her name. It's none of y'all's business, her name. She told me one time, she said, Brother Mark, I used to be a prostitute. She said, I was so in a dark place in my life and I was doing drugs. And she said, I, 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 I just let the devil run every area of my life. This lady 
is a drug and alcohol counselor now. She has a beautiful family, beautiful baby. God has just done such revelation in her life that when you see her and you, if you, if if she ever if she ever comes back and gives her testimony, you you, you there won't be a dry eye in this place. She said, "Brother Mark, I used to be a prostitute, a streetwalker, sold myself to the devil." I've, I practiced witchcraft and wickedry, and I and I and I was an atheist, and I and I didn't believe in anything or anything that had to do with the Bible or the truth, and I just let myself get to a real dark place where I didn't care if I lived or died. She said I was at that place where I thought about taking my own life, where I had heard God's small, still voice said, "If you trust me." I'll fly you out of here. He said, if you trust me, I'll fly you out of here. She didn't know what that meaning. She didn't have a clue, but she heard it as loud as I'm telling If you trust me, I'll fly you out of here. And right then her heart breaks. She asked Christ to come into her life. All of a sudden, she found herself in a rehab program. She found herself around Christian people who began to minister to her all day, all night. And there's a scripture that she says is found in Isaiah that says those that wait upon the Lord shall find new strength. And they will run and they will not grow weary and that they would fly. She said, Pastor Mark, I got my life right with God. And I just started flapping my wings. She said, listen, this is a story. She said, I was here at your church. And I saw some friends from my old life walk through that door. They knew that I was a prostitute. They knew that I was a drug addict. She said, when I saw them walk through that door, she said that all of a sudden there was so much fear in her so much worry, so much anxiety that she went all the way over here to this side of the church. She said, I sit right behind you and Miss Mary. And she said, I kept my head down to the whole time. But you do this thing called meet and greet. <laughs> and somewhere in the meet and greet, she met her old life and her old friends. But it was in that handshake that the Holy Spirit whispered in her ear, remember I told you I was taking you higher. I was going to fly you out of here. She began to minister to those two. Those two came to this church for two years, solid and faithful, till God moved them out of this town. And today, I'm proud to say that my friends are faithful in their new church and are running the children's ministry in their new church because they were connected. Don't let the devil rob you of your joy. And if you want a copy of that, uh, if I can find it, I'll get you one. Let's pray.
Father God, thank you so much for this day, Lord. Thank you so much for the truth. The truth will set you free over anything. Come on, somebody. Truth will set you free from alcoholism. You come to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm an alcoholic. God will deliver you. The truth will set you free from being addicted to pornography. You say, Lord, I'm addicted to pornography. The truth will set you free. You see, on my journey, I had to come to the truth and tell God I was a sinner. If you're here today and you want to accept Christ into your life, I want you to pray with me right now. As the band begins to pray, maybe there's some areas in your life and the devil is trying to bring up old stuff that is not you anymore. I want to open up this altar to you today. Everyone stand with me today. I believe it's easier for people to, to get out if, uh, if you guys would stand with me today. Come on down to this altar if you want to right now. The truth will set you free. here today and you need to accept Jesus Christ in your life you want to get the sin out of your life today do so with me right now just say dear Lord come into my heart and save me today I want to make you my Lord and Savior I've been living a lie I need a fresh start a new life oh that guy was telling you making that stuff up about me I prayed for him in my front yard. When I washed my eyes, <laughs> when I washed my eyes out, when I, when I wiped my tears, I hit my knees in my grass and I said, Lord, set him free from being a liar. Father, save him right now, wherever he is. I want you to be saved with me today. If you're here today and you need to accept Jesus into your heart, pray with me right now. Just say, Lord, come down to my life and save me. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and that you live. Come into my life and live. This church is made up of a bunch of imperfect people this morning. None of us are perfect. We all got a past. But you don't have to let your past determine your future. The altar's open right now. I'm going to let them play one more time. Come on down to the altar and make your things right with God today. Nobody will judge you. Come on, right now. If something's stirring in your spirit and you want to come, come. Yes. got some problems in your life you just can't bat them alone anymore you need God come down and give your problems to the Lord whatever problems you're facing come and just give them to the Lord this morning thank you God thank you God thank you God let them come come Every eye closed. 
Father, help these ones that came today. Father, whatever's troubling them, Lord, would you hear their prayers, Father, their tears. Lord, we just thank you so much, Father, for your ever-present help that's available when we call your name. I call on you this morning, Lord. Minister with these people this morning. Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to be with this community, our country, and our government. I ask all these things in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated one second. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.